Hey, beauty babes. Today we're talking about bad skincare trends, hack attack, and a reality mashup. Hi, I'm Asia DeMarcos. You might recognize me from a little cold classic called Miss Congeniality. In Hawaii, don't you use aloha for like hello and goodbye? So? I'm taking all of my Hollywood secrets and the 15 years from being an esthetician and I'm bringing it all to you. I'm combining my two obsessions, beauty and unscripted television. Thanks for joining and welcome to Butasia Unscripted. Hey, hey, hey guys, what is up? It's happy hump day. I'm Asia DeMarcos and you're listening to Butasia Unscripted Podcast. It's a podcast where beauty and reality TV make a baby. Speaking of babies, we just came off of Valentine's weekend. So I hope all you love birds. Um, got your sexy time in. I was reading an article about, it was actually Birdie Magazine, that said being in love helps your skin. Uh, The reason why is being in love increases oxytocin, which is the feel-good hormone, and it lowers your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. And the number one reason we age is stress and that's relationship stress so if you're in love and you guys are getting along just know that it is so good for your skin it also helps fight off free radicals as well as reduces inflammation so lots of good stuff keep it up guys so what i want to talk to you about is i'm really excited about today's episode because i reached out to the social media family and I asked them what they wanted to hear about. I got a lot of great ideas, but I'm landing on bad skincare trends because, you know, I just think things shift, right? So life is secular, just like fashion and hairstyles. Trends go in and out of style and they come back and, you know, so right now let's talk about the last decades, bad skincare trends and uh, some new ones that are coming up. Then I'm gonna first answer some social media questions. Then we are going to talk about my hack attack. So my hack attack is another buyer beware on mass retail and skincare and mass retail. So stick around for that. And then my reality mashup is, I mean, I just got caught up Saturday night on The Bachelor, Married at First Sight, and uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Reunion Part 1. I spoke about Salt Lake last week. And so yeah, just really quickly gonna touch upon that. Let's get started, let's get into the program. So I'm gonna start off with some social media questions. Renee asks, what is your biggest pet peeve? Well, Renee, are we talking about my biggest pet peeve in life, my biggest pet peeve at work, my biggest pet peeve at skincare. Um, Let's just hit them all, shall we? Okay, my biggest pet peeve um, with life, and if you guys know me, to love me is to know that I'm very sarcastic and I just say it like it is, Um, but I like to have fun with it and I love to poke fun at the funny in life. So just take whatever I say with a grain of salt always. Um, and if you're my friend, then you know what I'm talking about. But my biggest pet peeve, I think, in life is just like slow people. As you can tell, I'm on a lot of pre-workout right now. I'm talking really fast. <laughs> but uh, I just, I don't know. I'm just always in a hurry. I'm always trying to get things done. So it just bugs me when people are slow. 
and stupid, but you know, maybe they can't help the stupid, but they can help being slow. All right. So then my biggest pet peeve at work would be the reply all to company email. If this doesn't pertain to the group of people in the message, and if you're just thanking them for sending you a document or something, just respond to that person and thank them. You don't have to reply all and jam up my inbox because I got a lot of shit to do and I don't need to be weeding through all that. All right, you're just wasting my time. So that's another pet peeve of mine, wasting my time. Uh, the third thing, I think my third skincare pet peeve are people that say they don't wear sunscreen because they're never outside, but they're standing next to a sunny window in work all day. So, you know, you tell them, you touch on it, you laugh about it. But at the end of the day, you know what? I don't got time to educate you on this if you're that stupid and you don't understand that the UVA ray is penetrating through glass and aging you. Like I just, I, I can't. I mean, every post that comes across my feed is talking about sunscreen and why you should wear it every day. And those people that say they don't wear sunscreen, you're just, you're killing me right now. Like, don't you know? <sighs> All right, I'm just gonna move on from those people because they suck and they bug me. All right, uh, got another question from Lauren. She wants to know what my favorite vitamin C is. Okay, I mentioned earlier how times, trends change and technology changes. Personally, I'm one of those people that feels like vitamin C is 20 years ago, right? It's so 20 years ago and that we have other botanicals and other antioxidants and peptides and things that do the same thing that protect the extracellular matrix uh prevent free radicals uh, prevent uv damage or slow down the enzyme that destroys our skin and upregulates the you know melanin in our skin which causes sun damage um, but part two of that is also I'm have, I have a sense, sensitivity to vitamin C, so I don't wear it. So as my skin is aging and, you know, things are thinning and cells aren't proliferating anymore and I'm becoming more sensitive, then, you know, sometimes I just have to weed things out, you know, something that was working for me. You know, I, this this is something that's been going on for the past three years where I had to cut vitamin C out of my diet, basically, topically. Um, I drink emergency every morning with my pre-workout and or if I'm starting to feel a little sick I you know I, I down that stuff and you, I'm good to go but topically I have a sensitivity to it so you know I don't necessarily feel like you need it as long as you're using other antioxidants that are protecting you from the environment and slowing down the enzymes that are destroying our collagen or HA and upregulating melanin then you're golden all right, um, and lastly, but not least, my last social media question, Sabrina wants to know, what was my first acting job? Well, my first acting job was an extra in Walker, Texas Ranger. I used to live in Texas, and yes, I'm aging myself if you look that up, um, but I was on that show so many times I actually got upgraded to a featured extra and they would tell me you know to walk out of frame but I would just be so brazen and I would just walk into frame behind Chuck Norris so if you're watching one of those old episodes you might see me in the background 
but my very first acting gig which I I consider that my very first acting gig where I was actually eligible to join the Screen Actors Guild which is the union so it's a big deal in LA when it's like everyone always wants to know are you SAG are you SAG because at that point you've reached some level or some status where you're in now the Screen Actors Guild union but my very first acting gig that made me eligible for to join the union was a Mary Kay training video. So for those of you that live in Texas, you know who Mary Kay is, you know about the pink Cadillac for the rest of us out there. Um, it's a multi-level marketing company and um, it's at the time very successful. I haven't really been paying attention to it now because uh, there's so many other brands out there, multi-level marketing brands that um, are making more of an impact, but yeah. That was my very first training video and i think this is where maybe my beauty career got started because after i had my son i went to aesthetic school and um, started my own business and now i work in sales and i'm in the skincare industry and now i have this podcast and my social media following from my skincare education which i just love 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 because i love helping women feel good i help preserving i love to help preserve my youth and if i can help you preserve your youth so just trust me trust me trust me you know when i say this like because things do change and when you're young and hot you're just it's harder it's just it's hard like when you're young you think like i'm always gonna look like this i'm always gonna feel like this but mm, i know your parents told you that but i'm just telling you guys now so just trust me on this okay okay so those were my social media questions so let's just get on to the topic of the hour about the bad skincare trends you know i'm seeing a lot of shit on the internet about diy skincare and TikTokers giving skincare advice. Like, I'll always hate on that. I'll always hate if you're not a licensed esthetician, cosmetologist, skincare professional, or a medical doctor that has studied the skin. I'll always say, don't listen to that, anyone unless they have those credentials, because beauty bloggers on TikTok or just randos that are uh, giving you advice. Um, Let's just stay away from that. Let's stop making them famous, okay? Can we, please? Uh, but I would say the number one tick, oh, sorry, the number one skincare trend that is going bye-bye is DIY skincare, okay? So gone are the days of lemon juice or coffee grounds as an exfoliant on your face. Um, if, I don't even know if they're still servicing around, but, but 12 years ago, uh, there was this company called eHow, and they made e um how-to videos online I don't know somehow I was approached and I was making these e-how videos and yeah you'll see me using yogurt or lemon juice uh, you'll see me using doing all that stuff apple cider vinegar um, definitely you know apple cider vinegar lemon juice they're very acidic and can burn the skin um, if you need to use it in a pinch to like disinfect your hands or something go for it but putting it on your skin is a big no-no so just go opt for um just go opt for skincare products you know they've been formulated if you have to start off with an inexpensive drugstore brand at first 
do that before you start trying to put like yogurt or lemon juice on your face. Okay, so donezo with that. No more DIY skincare. The next beauty trend, according to NPD.com, which is a national research company, tells us that natural beauty is out. Um, And by and large, because this damn pandemic that has aged us so rapidly, I joke around all the time that I've aged five years in the last year because just stress and uh, the pandemic. But um, yeah, so natural skincare is out, even though, quote unquote, there's really no such thing as natural skincare because again, I just said DIY is out. You can't put those ingredients on your face and expect a miracle to happen or expect that molecule to be small enough to deliver to what it's supposed to do. So just opt for brands that have been formulated and that have clinically proven research like cosmeceutical brands. So natural beauty is out. Cosmeceuticals or clinical brands is what they're calling it, is in okay because we're all feeling old we're all feeling haggard so we want skincare products that work right they aren't the cheapest out there but what what that is cheap is good right you buy a cheap car it's gonna break down on you right you buy a cheap dress it's going to fall apart the first time you wash it. So just keep that in mind, people. Just invest in yourself. Natural um, self-care. That's a big trend. That's something that's after you know twenty twenty is making a surgence is taking care of yourself and you know self-care. So part of self-care is washing your face and trying to limit stress and also using really good products on your face, okay? All right, number three, skincare trend that's out. This is all piggybacking and all coming full circle and coming together, and that is heavy ass makeup. Thank you, Kardashians, you set a trend, and the big lip trend, that is no longer happening anymore. Anything that they started is completely out natural beautiful skin is in so wearing sheer uh tinted spfs instead of makeup and letting your skin shine and letting it you know highlight naturally that is the trend so cake face is gone beautiful skin is in thank god all right so let's move on to hack attack All right, this week's Hack Attack is brought to you by mass retail, beauty stores, and OTC skincare, over-the-counter OTC. Okay, I'm a broken record. I tell you this all the time, that anything you buy at the drugstores, at mass retail outlets like Sephora or Ulta Beauty, those products are less than 2% active by law. Okay. Also, another problem with this is... People think medical grade skincare is too expensive. Well, keep this in mind, when you dispense medical grade skincare, usually one pump is for the face, depending if you have a small face, it can do part of your neck, but it's one pump for the face where retail, mass retail stores, those brands, you have to do three or four pumps. 
So you're really not comparing apples to apples. So if you're thinking about, hey, this $150 serum I have to replace twice as fast as my $300 serum, which is more clinically proven with more results and backed by science, then you're wasting your money with the over-the-counter skincare. So keep that in mind, kids. That's my week's hack attack. All right, so let's move on to my next subject, the SPF free zone, where I like to throw shade. We got a lot to cover because we're doing a reality mashup. I said earlier I got caught up on all of my shows or some of my shows. And so first up is The Bachelor. All right, so Matt James is our hunky bachelor, and he's best friends with Tyler C., who makes an appearance on this last this week's episode or last week's episode uh and uh so yeah vibrator girl it gets her one-on-one vibrator girl katie first kind of judged by others as this crazy girl that brought the vibrator she wanted to stand out matt actually was really had fun with it as well too i think he got a kick out of it and um she started she kind of got some shit for being like this the cuckoo girl and then slowly became like the mature girl. I felt like she was kind of, you know, uh, everyone's friend and she was a shoulder to cry on and she was getting, uh, you know, she was getting, um, she was getting a reputation for being, a, you know, a good girl to only ruin it all by being the girl that's not there for the right reasons, the shitster, which I could only say, you know, when you feel desperate and, you know, I think that's just what happens. You just like, you throw, you stir the pot, you stir up shit. But um, Katie and Matt had their one-on-one. They had a really fun time, actually. He was like, oh, this is the best date to be with on Katie because they were, they were cutting up on Tyler and they were doing like a practical joke on him. And, uh, but, you know, only for it to all fall apart at the end at dinner where he did not give her the rose so spoiler alert katie the vibrator girl is gone and then heather martin who was from colton season shows up makes an appearance wants to meet matt and like at this point like this is so far i don't get it the timeline doesn't make sense to me because she's quarantined she comes up and she's you know, ask Chris Harrison to join the show. And he's like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'll get back to you. And then you see like snippets of her like quarantining. So maybe like this, she was there earlier quarantining because I was like, at this point, these girls, like if you have to quarantine for two weeks, then I mean, they're already going to be at hometowns by this point. So um, she shows up in her beautiful white dress looking smoking hot, which I suspect they know each other either from Hannah Brown or Tyler or just social media because, you know, Bachelor Nation, you know, they they all know each other or they get together, they have parties and stuff or they just know each other and they're, you know, they're part of this like so quote unquote kind of, you know, group or sorority fraternity type of, of group. So I'm sure they met or they spoke to each other. I have a feeling it's going to be revealed that they did some talking on social media because he knew who she was when she walked in and the girls are pissed they are so pissed i mean the girls are like if he chooses her gives her a rose i'm out which come on girls you're just saying that you're just talking big now but you're not really gonna do that i just know that 
Um, okay, so I can't wait to see what happens, what kind, what Heather stirs up. Um, she's gorgeous, she's such a cutie. I have a feeling she's probably going to, uh, she might make it. She might make it to the final top three, who knows. All right, so we'll be looking out for that. And then really quickly, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So reunion show part one, season's over. We don't know when there's going to be another season started because of COVID, boo-hoo. But, you know, I was really like hating on Jen last last episode, you know, talking to, you know, she's, she's crazy. She's like, you know, saying, oh, you know, this is just my culture. You just don't understand me because, you know, Lisa met with her and said okay let me tell you tell tell us your side of the story you know tell us you know why you went from zero to 60 and you know and she's you know claims it's her culture but you know i don't care bullshit you know control yourself learn from that and that's what her husband says he's like you know okay as long as you learn from it you you vocalize what you did wrong and how you're going to be better then you know that's what you can do you can work on it and i have to give mad respect for coach shaw with that killer advice because it's true it's like if you don't vocalize thing and you don't know why you made someone mad or why you know you're this certain personality trait that that it can be abrasive to others and that you're not open to trying to work on it and being better then you're just you're not evolving as a person. So I feel like Jen's evolving. And I also said last week that how much I loved Lisa. I just love Lisa Barlow. I love the way she dresses. I love her voice. I loved that she owns a tequila company. But they were just giving her so much shit. Like they were hating on her. They're all coming after her, calling her. Basically, she's like the ice princess. And they all think that she kind of has an air, that she's better than everyone. I don't know. I, I I don't live in their world. I don't know these girls. Maybe because she is so confident and she is so focused on work and her job and her family that there's some jealousy involved. But I don't know. She she can't kind of came across as a little bit um I don't know arrogant. I would say and superficial being like I know I looked good I had my Versace jacket my hair looked good it's like come on girl like that can go ugly real quick when you know you just have a bad attitude so I'm gonna keep an eye on her like oh I thought I loved her but show me different Lisa show me please Lisa I love you I want you to just come out on top with this one so yeah so that was part one lots of things evolving heather gay was giving jen a lot of shit about not showing up for her and then jen and her takeaway is like well wait a minute like didn't i not take you for a shoe shopping trip for your birthday in vegas like how am i not showing up for you how am i not there so this kind of brings me to a really interesting point because maybe jen shaw's love language that their gifts but in reality, just because it's her love language doesn't mean it's everyone's love language. Maybe Heather's love language is quality time. And she just really wanted some quality time with her. She just wanted somebody to show up for her, be there for her 100%, um, not be distracted by your Shaw squad or you know what other crap that's going on in your head and just like really being present for your friend. And I think that's, a little lesson we can all learn here you know so um what 
what is important to me is not going to be important to them. So finding out like if your this friend means something to you, find out what's important to them. And you know, you got to do things that are uncomfortable for you for to make others happy. And that's just that's what that's just the way it is. That's how relationships are. That's how friendships are. It's just the way it is, right? All right. So last but not least, I want to talk about Married at First Sight. All right. This is the show where people are matched up by experts and they meet each other for the first time at the altar and then they get married. And so then, of course, just because you're looking good on paper doesn't mean your personalities actually match, although the experts try to do a good job of that. Things are not always what they seem, right? Because you're meeting someone for the first time. You're moving in with them. You're sharing life experiences. You're sharing bills with them. You're sharing, like, hopefully having kids with them. Like, you really want to be on the same page, you know, spiritually um, also. So that's very important. So we've got some cute couples. We have um, a guy named Eric in Virginia. Virginia's she's 26. He's 34. She's a party girl. Oh, yeah. He just thinks she's smoking hot. And yeah, to him, yeah, she's cutie. Um, She's a lot of fun. I notice a lot she's laughing a lot. Like you can see her. She's like, I think because she's drunk all the time. But I think once she sobers up, there's going to be some demons that come out, especially with all that drinking, I, I would suspect. And he's like a nice guy. He's mature. He's an airline pilot. You know, he wants to get start a family and his mom wants to start a family but she's like uh you know i don't know i'm 50 50 with that we'll see how that goes you know she's still 26 she doesn't know yet then we got claire and ryan who's actually a flight attendant so she's gone a lot and then ryan he's like mr stable they have a lot in common and they have a they found out that they have more in common that the experts wouldn't have known which is really interesting so i'm waiting to see how that relationship unfolds because they're they're very attracted to each other um i think they're really cute i'm rooting for them and then we have vince and brianna i think that's they're my favorite couple they get along the best they look really good together uh, she, I think her deal was, if I can remember correctly, she just now didn't have a lot of long-term relationships. And then um, she's 28, he's 27. And uh, yeah, they're just getting along famously right now. Then we have Chris and Paige. Paige is 25, Chris is 27. She, They're both people of the church. She's a godly woman, a God-fearing woman. His side of the family were, I guess, pastors. He, come, he He's an ordained pastor i believe himself um who's got like this weird sexual drive that all that's all he talks about is like oh i want a freak in the sheets and and, you know he's asking her very inappropriate questions right from the get-go like how often do you like sex how do you like it i think they're the one couple that has done the deed uh, already probably the first night but and I'm not judging whatever's good for them but the problem is is that he told her the next day you're not my typical type and this is a very beautiful woman a very sweet woman and she's like floored at the fact that like for some dude that wants to have sex with me all the time says I, he's not attracted to me which you know freaks her out a little bit and then he drops the bombshell on her that his ex fiance is pregnant so that's something they have to deal with 
can't wait to see what happens there. I'm thinking as there's, there's a lot of shaky ground. Before he dropped the bombshell, I was already thinking like this is some shaky. This is a shaky ground situation. Um, I don't know about them. And then last but not least, we have Jacob and Haley. Haley's 28 and he's 38. And he's super attracted to her. She's the always a bridesmaid. I think she's, how she, oh God, how many, I forgot how many weddings she says she's been in. He's a 80s loving nerd. And uh, she has a good attitude. She has a good attitude. They get along. He's kind of weird. Um, he's, I think he's a good looking guy. You know, he's all into his body. He was like a, he's like a tech nerd, an IT nerd um, that's, Pretty, stays in stays in his house. He doesn't have much of a social life, so he just stays at home and works out. But it's just weird. He has a weird diet. He eats steak and eggs. That's his diet. So hopefully she can teach him to eat a vegetable or two. Um, but yeah, that that's it. Those are our couples with Married at First Sight. You know, at first when I had heard about this show, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so dumb. Oh, I, I don't understand this concept. This is the dumbest thing. But then once you get into the show and you you do you start to learn about relationships and your own life and like things that you bring to relationships and the things that other people bring and you know how you really have to work at something um if you want it to be successful and you have to work at it and you have to both be dedicated to work at it together and want that marriage to work so very interesting a lot of these couples post-covid coming out of it saying like Clara, for instance, she's just like, I'm just tired of dating the douchebags. Or um, Jacob saying like, you know, getting on the dating apps, it's just so hard, right? Because you're next, thank you, next, you know. So it's hard to compete when you know that there's always somebody around the corner. Or you're, you know, and that's, I think that's just the way it is. Um, I mean, it was the way it was when I was dating. It's just the way life is i think we're becoming more and more increasingly add and and you know people have to entertain us quick speaking of entertaining quick that's my episode guys and i did it all within 30 minutes so hopefully you enjoyed this episode whether thank you so much for listening if you're like listening in the car or listening at home and you learn something new or you're enjoying what i'm doing please tell three friends get the word out for butasia unscripted so now you know with butasia 2.0 if you have any questions you want to dig deeper into anything i'm talking about today hit me up at butasia 2.0 on my instagram or my tiktok and until next time bye